0: Thanks for tuning in to How's Things, a podcast and radio show from the David A. Howe Public Library recorded right here in Wellsville, New York. I'm Nick Gunning. A little later in the show, I'm going to be joined by a friend of the show, Kendra Mickles, who's also my co-host on the podcast 902 and here we go. She and I were together over the weekend for a concert and we recorded a little bit talking about some of our other favorite TV shows from the 90s and beyond. So we're going to get into that later. Right now, I'm joined by a returning guest and my son, Weston. Hi there, bud. Hello. How you doing? Good. We just got back from a long trip. How did you handle that drive?
1: Usually just playing and reading. Yeah?
0: Mostly reading. Oh, mostly reading. Well, that's a perfect segue into our bookmark segment.
1: Oh, yeah. Bookmark.
0: So did you read anything in the car that you liked?
1: I read a new book. Yeah? uh, Teen Titans Go! Welcome to the Pizza Dome.
0: Welcome to the Pizza Dome? Yeah. Okay.
1: That's the name of one of the last issues. Oh, okay. So they're supposed to, like, battle each other to the death. Oh, and serious? raven wins mm-hmm. and there's like a giant pizza slice who's challenging <laughs> them and he's alive they're, and wait just,
0: they're, they're fighting like a living piece of pizza
1: no they're fighting each other
0: oh i see okay
1: and the last piece of pizza raven gets but it's cold and then she's like but i know where i can get head a nice warm slice and that and she takes about out, out of the pizza dude <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, the last time you were here, we were talking mostly about Tiny Titans, but this is different than Tiny Titans, right?
1: Yeah, it's not even the same authors.
0: Oh, it's different. I okay. always
1: thought it was, th- but it's not.
0: It's different. Okay, but, yeah. so is this based on the show then?
1: Yeah, but I on the book it says, as seen on the hit Cartoon Network series. Oh,
0: that's right. Yep, so it must be based on the show. Yeah, but I've sure never seen the well, no, I think they just take the characters and the designs from the show. I don't think it's actual stories from the show. I think I've only read the first volume of that series, but I did like it. And party I, Party? Yeah, I think you're right. That's what it's called. And I used to read the old Teen Titans Go series that was based on the earlier show, the more serious one, and they were in like little small digest size comic books. Do you have any of those? Have you read those? Yeah. Do, I've read two. Do you like the serious ones, or do you like the goofy ones better?
1: I like Teen Titans Go better than Teen Titans.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Well, I understand that. What yeah. about any any novels or anything like that that you've read recently?
1: Uh, Like Teen Titans?
0: No, I mean like a, not a comic book, but a regular old book.
1: I have read Scooby-Doo and the Stolen Trether- Treasure.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I read that one too.
1: Yeah, but it's, like, it's weird because they're... It's not what they do. It's not what they do. They like solve haunted mysteries, oh. not just and this,
0: regular old. Right. This time they're just trying to find like a lost suit of yeah, armor. Yeah, but that
1: that's not what they do. That's, that's not. <laughs> you're right.
0: No, you're right. It's definitely it's different for Scooby Doo. That was written by Horace J. Elias. Didn't he write some other books that you like?
1: Yeah, a bunch of Yogi Bear.
0: Oh, really? Like what?
1: Like Yogi Bear and the Baby Skunk, I think.
0: Okay. And do you like those? Do you have a favorite yeah. Yogi Bear book?
1: Definitely Yogi Bear Playtime in Jellystone Park. Oh, yeah. Where he, like, sews the pockets of the Ranger's clothes shine sew <laughs> the cuffs together oh, yeah. so he can wear them or put his hands in the pockets.
0: That's pretty funny. That's mischievous. You're kind of yeah. mischievous, wouldn't you say? What? All right.
1: How about. What have you been reading?
0: Oh, well, uh, I did read some comic books. I read H- The Hawkman Archives, Volume 1.
1: Oh, yeah, you've. You, like, read that while I watched something?
0: Yeah, yeah. I got that on the trip. Uh, Have you seen or read anything with Hawkman in it before?
1: Um, I do have a Hawkwoman action figure.
0: Oh, that's cool. Well, this was fun. This was by Gardner Fox. It was the old, really old Hawk Band stuff. And I'd never read it before, but it's cool because it's kind of sci fi, you know? Like they're from space, and that's a whole, they're Ooh. like space cops. So it was kind of cool. What? Uh, I read something else that you might like. like. I read Love Lucy by Lucille Ball. It was a book about Lucy's life that she wrote herself.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, speaking of Lucy, yeah. remember that ep- the episode where the dog was like playing the piano was from the inside that's right <laughs> that was really funny yes, and lucy was like trying to hide you know, it yeah was yeah. trying to
0: pretend like she was playing yes yeah, so the lucy adopted a puppy but they weren't allowed to have a puppy in the building she told everybody she got rid of it but she really hit it in the piano <laughs> yeah after
1: hiding it in the closet and the, like the hat was moving cause yeah that was really funny
0: yeah it was funny it was funny. So I read that. I also read uh, Archimaniacs by Franco and Art Baltazar. Oh, yeah,
1: me too. Me too.
0: Which is, well, tell me a little bit about that one.
1: Well, for some reason, the villains are good. Yeah,
0: it's about like Joker and the others. but Yeah, they're but of... they're
1: like, whenever the Joker walks, it becomes like fully sunshine and rainbows.
0: Yeah, and... I didn't really get it. I guess they're just saying, what if the bad guys were good guys or something?
1: Yeah, plus <laughs> the Arkham Apartments. Yeah. Like come to life
0: yeah yeah it was uh it was definitely a weird book
1: yeah it was pretty weird yeah uh
0: are you reading anything right now like what's on your currently uh, reading list
1: i'm currently reading volume three mumbo jumbo
0: of teen titans go yeah okay
1: they're really funny they're really really funny
0: so you're in kind of a teen titans go mood
1: yeah well i know one of my favorite issues yes Where Starfire has like a million dates (laughs) and Robin wants to be your date. And then whenever someone answers the door, he like slaps them in the head with his staff. (laughs) But when Martian Manhunter comes, he's like, say, do you still have a weakness to fire? As Uh he puts a torch in his face. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) And then he just shoves him in the closet. Yeah, Martian
0: Manhunter is not about fire. Yeah. Um, I am currently reading a few things. Commonwealth by Ann Patchett. This was a book that I got on our trip. Really good so far. I read her book, The Dutch House, which I loved. And I hadn't read anything else by her. So I thought, well, maybe I'll like Commonwealth. So I'm reading that. Uh, I'm reading. Are, Are you
1: liking it so far?
0: Yes, I am. It's very different from The Dutch House, but it's good. It's It starts out about this man who goes to a party that he wasn't invited to, and then... It he gets keeps,
1: fired from his job. No, he
0: doesn't get fired from his job. But it keeps switching perspectives. It's like, first it's about this guy, and then it's about this lady, and then it's about this kid. It keeps changing. But it's working pretty well. So I'm uh, I'm interested to see where it goes. I like it so Sounds far. Sounds strange. Yeah, it is a little strange, but it's working. Hmm. Uh, and then I'm reading Hawkman Archives Volume 2 because now I'm on a roll. So Really? Yeah, I'm going to read that for a while. Hmm. Yeah all right Should oh, we Dad, yes Dad. what yeah
1: i went to summer camp a few days ago really yeah how was that good
0: that was your first time doing any sort of camp thing yeah uh-huh did you yeah. do any reading or watch any movies there
1: um no you hardly spent any time in the cabin just all outdoors yeah and okay. you can't you can't watch movies i'm like lame
0: should we get into some book news
1: well, probably, because book news is... Look into the
2: future to see what it proves it's time for book news.
1: Don't interrupt me. Sorry.
0: <laughs> book news is what?
1: Well, basically what we usually do is time. Okay.
2: Look into the future to see what it proves it's time for book news. Come
1: on! <laughs>
0: All right, let's look at the, <laughs> the New York Times bestseller list. I'm going to look at the children's Remember picture books. Remember to
1: turn that thing off. I hate it.
0: Okay, I won't play any more music. Look into the future. Emma. Sorry. Okay, uh, here we go. Number 10 on the New York Times bestseller list for children's picture books. Number 10, How to Catch a Unicorn by Adam Wallace, illustrated by Andy Elkerton. This has been on the list 33 weeks, and I don't think we've wow. read this yet.
1: Nope. I'm not really a unicorn type. Really? Really?
0: Huh. Okay. Are you a dragon type? Definitely. Okay. Well am also a
1: Cyclops type.
0: Cyclops like the X-Men character? Yes. Oh, okay. Number nine on the list, 322 weeks on the list. That's insane. Dragons, wow. Dragons Love Tacos, illustrated what? by Daniel Salamari and written by Adam Rubin. I don't what think to Lizard serve your that. dragon guests. We have actually, but we read it a long time ago. It's so old you might not remember it. It was fun. Hmm. Number eight, The Wonderful Things You Will Be, 276 weeks on the list here by Emily Winfield Martin, a celebration I think of we read future that one. possibilities. Well, I know we've read this one. Number seven, 29 weeks on the list, all are welcome by Alexandra Penfold and Suzanne Kaufman, a celebration of kindness, inclusivity, and diversity at a school. Number six, 32 Weeks on the List. We Don't Eat Our Classmates by Ryan T. Higgins. Penelope Rex must control her urge to eat the children in her class. Do you remember that one?
1: No. <laughs> can we check that out?
0: We can. I know we have it here.
1: Okay. I want to read that.
0: Okay. Number does f- she really eat children? No, she tries not to.
1: But does she well, we'll accidentally? Have, we'll have
0: to read it and find out. Uh-huh. Number five, three weeks on the list. school's first day of school. That's a confusing question. School's first day of school. Yeah, that's right. It's confusing. By Adam Rex, illustrated by Christian Robinson. Even, Rex Even the schoolrooms have the jitters on the first day of school. Okay, I get it. Number four, three weeks on the list. You matter by Christian Robinson. How we all relate and contribute to the world around us. I don't
1: think we read that one.
0: No, it's new. Thirty-three weeks on the list. Number three here, The Day You Begin by Jacqueline Woodson, illustrated by Rafael Lopez. A group of school children embrace their differences.
1: Yeah, I remember that one. Number two. Did you just say tooth? No. I'm about to lose a tooth. Well, hopefully. (laughs) This thing won't come out.
0: Jeez. Number two. 37 weeks on the list. The pigeon has to go to school by Mo Willems. Pigeon deals with the the anxieties of going to school for the first time. You love that series, don't you?
1: Yeah, that pigeon is so mischievous. (laughs) Oh, and in the end of Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus, he sees a garbage truck i think yeah or a service truck i don't know but okay. some sort of truck and he's like hey <laughs> you know what happens next he wants
0: to drive that all right number one nine weeks on the list time for school little blue truck by alice Shirtle, illustrated by jill McElmurray. oh i
1: saw that in goodwill
0: yeah blue gives a friend a ride to school why all right what any of these here that popped up on the list that you want to make sure we read
1: definitely we don't need our classmates
0: (laughs) okay that one did sound good all right, that is the New York Times bestseller list for the week of September 5th. Really?
1: That was kind of short. That was all
0: 10 of them for children's picture books. Okay.
1: Oh, ten 10
0: Now, as I said at the top of the show, we did some traveling when we saw some old friends, including my former co-host, Eric Mickles, and my current co-host over on 902 and Here We Go, Kendra Mickles. Uh, Kendra and I host the 902 and Here We Go podcast together, and the gimmick of that show is that I watched these religiously as a child for some reason. I don't know why, but I was... Fully invested into Beverly Hills 90210, and Kendra's never seen it. So we've been watching through all the episodes, and I know what's going to happen, and she doesn't, and we've been having a good time. But uh, for this segment, we talked a little bit about some of Kendra's favorites, as well as some of my other childhood favorites of must-see TV from the 90s and a little beyond. So let's get into it, shall we? Well, we've established that I'm the 90210 expert. Yes, This was, at the time, I was like, stop everything. We gotta get home, I gotta watch 90210. I had VHS tapes set up to record. I remember calling my grandma and telling her to record an episode for me because (laughs) I wasn't gonna get back in time.
2: Grandma, please. This
0: was serious. (laughs) So this was my major like TV obsession at the time. But we haven't really got into like what yours were. So that's what we're gonna be talking about today. We're gonna talk a little bit about Kendra's go-to shows from when she was, you know, 10, 11, 12. 13, and beyond 14. that age. And we'll talk a few about some of my other, like, 90s faves. So what is it, Kendra?
2: Well, it's when I was a little bit older, I okay. guess. Like, middle school into high school, it was Gilmore Girls. Oh. Gilmore Girls was okay. like, my mom and I were locking ourselves in our room. Yeah. It is 8 p.m. on a Wednesday or whatever. It was. I'm pretty sure it was Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And nobody bother us because we're watching Gilmore okay. Girls. And that was like... I mean, there were Disney Channel shows that I was like, oh, this new episode is coming out tonight, yeah, and I would definitely be there to watch it, but I feel like Gilmore Girls was the first show that I was like, I'm yeah. every single week going to sit here on time and watch oh, yeah. this show.
0: I remember, so I mean, I'm a big Gilmore Girls fan too. I remember watching the first season, I think on DVD, when I was in college, mm. and then when my wife and I who was my girlfriend at the time. (laughs) (laughs) When we started dating, she was a huge fan. And so then I kind of like jumped from where I was in the first season to whatever was airing at the time. And then we watched, you know, the rest of it like live as it was happening. And it really was like week to week. It was like, (gasps) you know, like what's going to happen? Because it's a very twisty show.
2: But yeah, still one of my favorite shows to this day. And it was special because it was, like, my mom and I. Yeah. That it was, like, our show okay. that we watched. Yeah, so that was, like, my first real appointment TV okay. outside of, like, Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I there were many Disney Channel shows that I was, like, there's a new episode that I need to watch. But Disney Channel is, was very good about, like, if there was a new episode, they were probably going to play it, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: ten times yep. That's uh,
2: <laughs> in the coming weeks. So if you missed it. It wasn't as You'd big of a deal. Whereas yeah. if you miss Gilmore girls, how are you gonna That's true. How are you gonna watch it?
0: That's true. Yeah, you I can't think at the time. Like it was like you'd have to wait until summer, and maybe they'd yeah. rerun the season. Maybe, yeah. You know, but that, and we did have Netflix at
2: that time, so I don't know if we could have like gotten a season on Netflix. probably the disc,
0: like gotten a disc. Yeah, we were doing disc. Do you know yeah. people
2: still do discs? Is it true? I think that's what Eric told oh. me. Oh, he said people still do discs. Huh.
0: Well, you know that. I mean, some places like you can't just can't get a reliable internet connection. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. if you're in the mountains or the woods or whatever, and sometimes it's just tricky. But yeah, Gilmore Girls is a solid. Pick. Thank you. Uh, 90210 was definitely the one, and the one with the most longevity, I would say, that I was, like, committed to. I actually think X-Men, the animated series, might edge oh. it out as being technically the first that I was like, mm-hmm. I have to see the next <laughs> episode. Because the first season of that show is incredibly serialized. Oh yeah! And so it was just like you miss it. Yeah, you just couldn't. You just couldn't, and like things were happening every week that were just like blowing my childhood mind. (laughs) So uh, that that was definitely a big one for me. Any dramas? Were you watching any dramas at this time? (sighs) Not when
2: I was way younger. Yeah, I
0: eventually got into ER, but Mm. I wasn't watching it in
2: 1994. You know, you and I. I have watched Smallville. Sure, yeah. And I don't know that I've told the story, but when I was, I want to say I was in middle school. It might have even been like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, my family went out of town. I really don't remember the circumstances, but my family <laughs> went out of town, and I stayed with this lady from our church who was okay. like thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like stayed with her for the weekend and we had so much fun and she introduced me to Smallville and yeah. I was like, I love this. Yeah. And she had it taped on VHS. Cool. And she let me borrow it. But then <laughs> I was watching the episode where with Amy Adams. Oh yeah. Where she's like eating a dead deer yes. on the side of the road yeah. or whatever she's doing. And my brother came in and told mom I was watching what something a narc. scary. I know. And then Ugh. I was banned from watching it. Wow. So I didn't get to watch it until until
0: we did our you re-watch. and I,
2: yeah. I mean, I could have watched it before that. But yeah. me and you and your wife, Hilary, yes. we did
0: the, a marathon. We did. But I feel like it took us almost as long to watch it as the original run of the show was. So <laughs> no, you know. And
2: we had distance between us at the end. And we still managed to finish it. Yes, that's so. true. That's I'm, true. I'm proud of us.
0: Smallville for me, like I remember I was in my first year of college when that came out. And I was, I was, had mixed feelings about it because I, it was, so this this sort of transitions into what my other 90s TV obsession was, and that's Lois and Clark.
2: Oh, yes, of course. The New
0: Adventures of Superman, starring now 902 HBO. alum Dean Cain. Yes. Who at the time, when the Lois and Clark pilot aired, I was like, it's, it's Brenda's boyfriend <laughs> from 90210. Look, guys. Like, really, that was my thing. But- Lois and Clark was four seasons, and it was renewed for a fifth season, and that was in like TV Guide and stuff, and season four like notoriously ends on a cliffhanger that was never resolved because the network later was like, ah, we're not going to do a fifth season. So it's just nothing. It's just completely unresolved. And Smallville was not long after that. Like, Mm. it was within a year or two, and so I had kind of a bad attitude about Smallville when it was coming out. (laughs) I was like, I just want more Lois and Clark.
2: Yeah. You know?
0: (laughs) But did you, you haven't seen Lois and Clark? Like You haven't seen it at all?
2: Not a single frame. That's
0: funny. For a long time, I feel like, and I think for a lot, it's still true that when you think of like the best version of those characters, a lot of times you got to give it to Lois and Clark. I Mm. mean, Perry White and Jimmy and Terry Hatcher is an amazing Lois. She's she's, so good. She's usually pretty great. She's so good. I mean that whole cast is just really strong. And it ebbs and flows, you know, the first season's very different tonally than the others. It's it's a little bit more serious and the later seasons are they're not goofy, but they're they're like comic booky without being comic booky. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a little over the top, but you don't see a lot of like D C comics characters coming in or anything like that. Right. But that was another show where I just I couldn't I still feel guilt over missing the finale live because mm-hmm. I was like playing with friends or something or like we were out somewhere you and I was like, I was, abandoned like, oh. I was like, if I leave now, I could catch Lois and Clark. And I was like, ah, it'll be back for a fifth season. <laughs> so I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't watch it. And I really, had too much faith. Even now, I hate to admit that I purposely missed the Lois and Clark finale and had to watch it later like how so. i
2: purposely didn't go to a play that you were directing and that's that true my husband was in yeah no he wasn't my husband at the time he was your husband yeah. Yeah. i wasn't that good of friends with you yeah. guys at that point that's so.
0: true <laughs> but lois and clark i mean it uh it definitely had it's uh, so much of it was based on their relationship you know so there was a lot of false stars were like oh are they gonna get together is she gonna find out the secret And now there's these like external love interests that's gonna throw everything so a lot <laughs> of the Tension there was more about the romantic subplots, which I was used to. I haven't rewatched it in a long time, and part of me is a little afraid to. But it will always like hold a very special place in my yeah. heart because it hit me at the perfect time. Yeah, you know.
2: I also want to say that we, maybe more my brother than me, but I I feel like we both were very into the Batman Superman oh, hour. Yeah, like that was TV that we were like. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Batman and then Superman and and Justice League as well. Like I I, I was
0: definitely like that about Batman the animated series, but less or so about everything that came after it. Yeah. I don't know why,
2: but <laughs> But I just like I have such nostalgia for that like opening that they did with oh, Batman yeah. and Superman that led into that yeah. hour. But I feel like that was a show that we were like Justice League is on today. We have to get home so yeah. we can watch Justice League or Batman. And Batman Beyond, uh-huh, we watched a uh-huh. lot as well. A
0: golden age of DC animation. I know the silver age, I guess, of DC <laughs> animation would be the '80s, and I still remember coming in a Saturday morning and finding that Super Friends just wasn't on anymore—that <sighs> it was canceled—and that was a that was a heartbreak for a young Aww. Nick Gunning. It's so weird how
2: like when you're a kid, you don't really think of things as like in seasons yeah. like we do, but they are yeah. like if you buy stuff now, it's like season one, season right. two. And I'm like, yeah. it was just on all the time. Yeah. There was never a time when these shows weren't on.
0: Yeah, well, I think they did such a good job of like, well, I mean, the Batman Superman hour, for example, a lot of that was repackaged from earlier shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so they did such a good job of sort of intermingling it feels like these shows ran for like five years, when really there's like twenty five episodes that they mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, pick apart and put in different orders and things. But yeah, I was uh, I was big into Super Friends. Uh, what about sitcoms? Were there any sitcoms at that time? That you I'm were trying to, to
2: think. I mean, probably Boy Meets World. But I feel okay. like when I got into Boy Meets World, it was already like in Cindy, like oh, reruns okay. and stuff right. when they were showing it on like Disney channel yeah. and stuff. But I did, you know, I, if I knew it was on, I was sitting and I was watching boy meets world Okay, because I love it.
0: I watched boy meets world, but it wasn't like, I wouldn't put it in the same level of like, Oh, I have to watch it. Like if it was on, I would enjoy it. And I was interested like in the characters and what was going on, but it was never like appointment TV for me. Right. Yeah.
2: So, do you count shows like like Lizzie McGuire? Is that yeah. a sitcom? Okay, well, yeah, well, then, yes. I, yeah. I
0: mean, it's like more like a kids. I guess I would put that in the same categories. So I would put something like a like a say by the Bell.
2: Yeah. So I mean, all I grew up in that era of Disney Channel show where yeah. it's like Lizzie McGuire, mm-hmm. Even Stevens, Phil of the Future. Yeah. Kim Possible? Mm-hmm. That's an animated show, mm-hmm. but. Um, so yeah, so that like that era. famous Jet you. Jackson, okay. famous Jet Jackson was the the first one. Yeah, that was like. My introduction to and Disney Channel. And he was Channel. on Smallville,
0: to bring it back to that. he was, I know, uh, he was, he Cyborg, was yeah. But yeah. the
2: first Disney Channel anything we ever saw was the movie, the Jet Jackson movie. So we were very confused because we hadn't I, seen any of the I show. I really
0: don't know anything about it. Really? Like, I think I was just a little too old.
2: But do you know the premise of the show? No. Oh, the premise of the show is that he is an actor who plays a secret agent, Jet oh, Jackson, oh, on a TV fun. show. Okay. And he wants... To f- he brings the show to film in his hometown so he can go to school and be with like, oh, his okay. friends and stuff. So he, like, films this secret oh. agent show oh, where I thought he you were also goes see. to school. But
0: he's not really a secret agent. That's what I thought you were not- going to
2: say. Well, in the movie, it's a little confusing. <sighs> oh, okay. Because there's, like, some of the characters come out. It's, like, very trippy in oh, the movie. wow. Some of the characters from the show become real and... It's that, very trippy and dark. That would be, that a, would be a hard way yeah, to start. Yeah, I know. It was a weird yeah. it was a weird way to start. But yeah, so I I mean I was sold out for the Disney Channel and as as far as sold like Sold out. <laughs> as far as appointment TV yeah. went the movies specifically, the Disney Channel original oh, movies, yeah. it was like, if it's premiering, I'm in front of the You're TV. You're see it. And they advertised those so heavily yeah. that it would be burned in your brain what day and what time it was going to premiere. And I would just, I would be there. I remember the first trailer for High School Musical <laughs> and just being like, what is this? I love it. <laughs> and I love it to this day. Okay. So...
0: I uh, We were talking just last week, I think, about some of mine. Uh, obviously, mine are a little earlier than yeah, yours. Yeah, a little. Uh, not Disney Channel so much. as like when Nickelodeon started doing, I guess you would say, you know, a sitcom, but that was specifically aimed towards kids. Of course, Saved by the Bell. I and mean, oh, I was yes. reading of the course. Saved by the Bell books. I actually just recently read a new Saved by the Bell graphic novel. Wow. That's like, it, it's a few years old, and it's it wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. It didn't really, like, oh, it worked bummer. as kind of like a like an Archie ripoff, but it didn't really feel like Saved by the Bell. Mm, I'm sad to report. But I was way into Saved by the Bell, and I was 100% into Saved by the Bell, the college years. Yeah. Which was concurrent with 90210. Like, we talked about that when Tiffany Thiessen came over here. Like, the cancellation of that show. Uh, but that one was more serialized and more of a real. Because the original Say by the Bell, you can kind of watch in any order. Mm-hmm. A few things matter, but most things don't. Right. But the College Years was much more of. Uh, I mean, it felt a little more 90210y to me. There was mm. a lot like going on in the brief time that it was there. Uh, so that was that was a big deal for me. But I liked all of the Nickelodeon stuff. Like Hey Dude was a big one for me. Oh yeah, I've like, heard
2: of it, but I've never seen it.
0: They all work on a dude ranch in the summer. And my wife got the DVDs for me, like, several years ago now. And I was like, yes, I haven't seen this in forever. And we put it on, and it was horrible. <laughs> horrible. Oh, like, that's always rough. Like, unwatchable. It was like community <laughs> theater. It, was, it no, was tough. not that bad. It was tough. Uh, but I loved that. And, like, Secret World of Alex Max, Clarissa Explains It All, Sulu Your Shorts. I mean, those were... Mm. I, I needed those. M- any mainstream sitcoms you were watching at this time?
2: I don't think so.
0: See, because I, <laughs> I often think about... Uh, skipping well, not skipping. I sang my part, but then we were supposed to stay for the entire choir concert. But the Seinfeld finale was airing, so like we well, finished our song, and I was like, "I'm gonna go to the bathroom." Not, not
2: worth it because the Seinfeld finale is
0: well. Poop. I no, I was dis- poop. I was disappointed by it, but I did. I feel like that was the most rebellious thing I did was being like, "Yeah, all right, I'll stay for this choir concert." You know,
2: and then I feel going home like to watch I feel like you and I. And our spouses are some of the only people that I know. Like, I always think, like, people love TV and movies as much as we do. And then I interact with people and they just don't. They don't. They watch TV, but they're not going to leave a choir concert to go watch a finale of a show kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Especially, I mean, today you can just, you know, you can watch it later. But, um, yeah. So I'm always surprised. I'm like, didn't you watch this? And they're like, no, I've never seen it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) But I do think it's like appointment TV is different today than it used to be because we have so many options now.
0: Well, that's that's what I liked so much about like, you know, like WandaVision when WandaVision was coming out. Mm -hmm. It was like... We didn't dare not watch it that night because yeah. I didn't want it to be spoiled. I, I wanted know. to be able to talk about it, you yeah. know. So I have appreciated a little bit of a trend back towards well, same with Mandalorian or things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, where you're a little bit back into yeah. Uh, most recently, the zone.
2: I watched Mayor of Easttown with Kate yeah. Winslet, and mm-hmm. they were putting those out one at a time. Boy. and the the night of the finale, HBO it crashed. Oh my and gosh. And I got on Twitter and everyone was like, you had one job HBO. <laughs> like everyone was freaking out and I was like, we're all in this together. No. So that kind of felt kind of cool that we were all like there watching something at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that doesn't no, it always is. happen. it is. a nice Even a nice with feeling. like the Mandalorian and stuff, people are like up at two in the morning to watch it. Yeah. And if it's like eight in the morning, you could get it spoiled for you. Well, I was so. listening
0: to, uh, there's a podcast I like called Fat Man Beyond and they were talking about like this new thing and the way with like stranger things like most people who are interested in like genre stuff at mm-hmm. all yeah. have seen stranger things yeah but it's not like a constant source of conversation because it's like you watch it in a weekend or people are watching it at a completely different times yeah. and so you're not reading like articles or seeing tweets about like the episode last night and seven and so you lose something with that yeah so i i do i do like that we're kind of having the best of both worlds now like you yeah. have your option if you want to do it weekly or if you want to save it all up you know like you can do that so i like that
2: yeah there's pros and cons for sure I agree. um i would be remiss if i didn't mention the office i feel oh, like yeah. i just have to True. so i discovered the office in high school i must have been a sophomore in high school so that would have been two 2007 <laughs> okay i don't know when it started but i was watching it on netflix okay and I just was like, I was up really late one night. It was a weekend, and I was like, I'm going to try the office. And I was never the same. I, yeah, as you know, I do know. I I think I I've know. seen all of it, though. This I, is an embarrassing I, number. <laughs> I tend to skip the ninth season. I always like. I'll get to a point where I'm like, I'll try it, and then it just makes me upset. Hmm. And I'm like, all right, let's just go Even back the to the finale. Beginning.
0: I think the finale is really good.
2: I never make it there though because I just oh. get so okay annoyed with everything else that's happening i understand
0: that i i did enjoy the ninth season i like to smugly brag about the fact that with both arrested development and the office i will watch them like early in their original runs and i feel very
2: yeah you know you were on the bandwagon first yeah Uh, i i mean i just watch it on a continuous loop yeah so when i get to the end of season eight i just start again at season one and i just like even
0: scott's tots
2: no i skip Scott's tots every single time <laughs> actually i feel like i just watched it recently and i was like why am i doing too this much. to myself it's too, too terrible
0: don't you also skip the first season of parks and rec yes but well, i think that's unfair
2: no you don't think no it's so bad it's
0: short i don't know i don't Andy i don't think it's is that bad. trash in that well that's true that's who true.
2: cares about um mark Brandanowitz? <laughs>
0: yeah but brandanowicz is all through season two
2: Yeah, I know, but like, who cares about him and Leslie together? Okay, I got it, I got it. Because Ben comes in in season two. And
0: Rob Lowe, of course. Yeah, and Rob Uh, Lowe. I have to say Mad About You. That's another one uh, from the 90s that at the time I was watching. Mad About You came super close to being Paul Reiser and Terry Hatcher. Instead of Helen Hunt, it was like Down to the Wire with the two of them. Wow. What a different show that would have been.
2: Yeah, very different. Were you
0: watching any, like, did you ever do, like, Nick at Night or probably TV Land? Yes. Considering our age gap.
2: Well, I loved, I mean, I loved Nick at Night. Yeah. I'm trying to think what was on Nick at Night that I loved.
0: There was a time when... If really, like, if push came to shove and somebody asked me what my favorite TV show was, I would have really struggled to make the decision between Beverly Hills 90210 and I Dream of Jeannie. And that's oh, not yeah. a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's fully true. I remember. I did
2: love I Dream of Jeannie. I loved, uh, you know, Bewitched. And uh, my brother loved Green Acres. Oh, I love Green Acres. Yeah. Um, the Beverly Hillbillies. I used to love, on Disney Channel, they used to do old Disney shows at night. Okay. And Zorro. And I used to stay up like on weekends. I'd be like, "Here we go. We're gonna watch Zorro." Like the eighties, nineties, the black and white, oh, the black and white, the real Zorro, and I loved it. There was a
0: Zorro that was on. It was just a Family Channel then, with Duncan Rengar, which my wife loved. I mean, it was like her religion. (laughs) Uh, She she really loved that. But for me, it was it was I Dream a Genie in uh, that one, I mean, there's. I remember this like three part episode where Jeannie's like trapped in a box, and it's like whoever opens the box will be the, her new master. And it was, I was like pulling my <laughs> hair out. I was like, when is this episode going to air? I need to know. But yeah, it, the slate then was Green Green Acres. It was I Dream of Jeannie. I wasn't allowed to watch Bewitched because she was a witch. Yes, and that's of witchcraft. course, of course. Uh, Dick Van Dyke show.
2: Oh yeah, of course. Watch
0: Dick Van Dyke show. Mary Tyler Moore. All the time, Mary Tyler Moore. Yes. Uh, um, so I, I really, I loved I all I feel
2: like stuff. I, oh, Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. I loved Gilligan's Island. Yes. If Gilligan's Island was on, I was watching it.
0: I feel that way now. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> pass so funny. Gilligan's Island. Uh, FX was showing a lot of uh, vintage, like Green Hornet, uh, Batman, oh. Wonder Woman. I was particularly invested in Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. So of Linda course. Carter, yeah. uh, Lyle Wagner, Wonder Woman. That's so fair. good. Such That's a fair. good show. Do you, did you watch other teen shows?
2: Like actual like
0: well I don't you know like a, like a I don't know, like a Dawson's Creek or or I like
2: Degrassi for a while okay I've <laughs> Does n- Degrassi I don't, count? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I
0: mean I've never seen it I can't speak to it but. uh
2: I mostly watched it when I was babysitting and okay. stuff but yeah I liked Degrassi because my
0: my love of 90210 never really translated into like you know no, I'm gonna watch One Tree Hill or it's like it just
2: my I feel like my in the pan, I feel kind of like pan. my TV watching was more guarded than yours oh, maybe okay. was All right. um so I was you know on the Disney Channel and and Nickelodeon. Okay. Those were and Cartoon I, Network. Those, okay. the big 3.
0: I, I mean I guess you can, you can't deny that like especially the first several seasons of Smallville are very much like sci-fi 90210, yeah. you know. So <laughs> Yeah. Obviously, I mean that's a teen show that I watch, but it, it never really translated into going to those other things for whatever reason, just the magic of 90210 just got me and that was it. Yeah. I'm so. trying
2: to, I'm trying to think, like, I feel like, like I said, like, Gilmore Girls was the first, like, actual, yeah. this is a, this is kind of dramatic, yeah. adult kind yeah. of show a soapy. that I was, yeah, that I was watching.
0: Uh, this, we're, we're verging off our original topic here, but I loved Desperate Housewives. Oh, yes. That's still high up Desperate, there. Again, I didn't, Terry Hatcher. I
2: didn't start watching Desperate Housewives until my senior year of high school, I became friends with this girl, shout out to Savannah. Yeah. And she was like, Have you seen Desperate Housewives? And I was like, No. And she let me borrow her seasons, and okay. I finished it from there. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, it's so good. I keep trying to get Eric to watch it.
0: Oh, I think, I think he'd he, like it. I know. I think he, I think he it. thinks
2: it's one thing, and it's not.
0: That's what everybody thinks. <laughs> I remember at the time, it was like, oh, it's just about a bunch of wives yeah. cheating on their husbands. Yeah, kind of like, like
2: how Cougar Town, really, you think it's yeah. about one thing, and it's definitely not. <laughs> yeah,
0: I remember so clearly when that, I was in college when that started. And that, it was, that was coming out, and Dean Cain was in some... Some baseball show that lasted like a second, and I was mm. like, "Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher are back," <laughs> you know. And that uh, that didn't happen. Does Dean
2: Cain ever show up in Desperate Housewives?
0: No, he doesn't. Oh, lame. I know it is lame. Mm. It is lame. There's Pretty a lot lame. of there's a lot of Superman. I mean, uh, Jamie Denton, who who voiced Superman and All Star Superman, is in there, and Dana Delaney, who's Lois oh, of in course, the Dana series. Delaney. And, yeah, you know, Terry Hatcher. All's that to say, I feel like Desperate Housewives kind of filled a similar niche yeah that 90210 did for me Mm -hmm. because it was soapy but like i also really was invested in the characters and like them yeah so that was like this closest like modern day and that's not even modern anymore but (laughs) as an adult like that was the closest thing yeah any final shout outs to a show you missed you're gonna be mad if you don't say i know i'm
2: trying to think i think i've hit i think i've hit the really i mean there were um we used to love to watch anime on uh Tsunami. So Gundam okay. was a favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roroni Kenshin, okay. another favorite. Um, so I, Samurai Jack. I don't think that was on Toonami. but yeah. So with, my love of anime started. Okay. In the um, early and days, I, but I didn't really know. Like I'm watching anime. Yeah,
0: it was just you like that thing. <laughs>
2: but yeah. So
0: I would say the only other '90s thing that I was really like. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. That anime. was the other okay. one. That I was that I was really like I gotta watch every episode was Saturday Night Live. I don't know what it was, but like I can't remember the thing that was like oh my gosh we gotta watch Saturday Night Live. But um, we would work out elaborate like I'm gonna have a friend over I'm gonna go to a friend's house and we would like sneak and watch (laughs) like we you know pretend we're gonna go to bed and then watch
2: it. I discovered Saturday Night Live until I was older, but we did as a family used to just sit and watch Whose Line Is It Anyway. Oh yeah. All the time. We love Tuesday lines. Yeah. And, and I still do. It's all on HBO Max, yeah. and Eric and I are binging it right now. It's good stuff. All right.
0: Well, Kendra, it was nice to. I, I don't even remember, like, when the last time. I guess it would have been, like, you know, March like, of. Like two years ago? Yeah. Long time almost ago. two years ago that A we were
2: recording in the same room. But yeah, here we are. This has been nice. All right. So. Should we plug our other podcast? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Plug you, away. Go, you go first. Oh,
0: okay. Well,. Uh, I do a bi-weekly Star Wars podcast with my friend Steve called "This Endorian Life," where we are watching through the Ewoks cartoons, which yes. were '80s show uh, on Disney Plus now.
2: You just got a sweet Ewok sign at the I store did. we went to.
0: Yes, I did. You have to post a picture of that on Twitter because it's great. So that's stuff. Uh, Keeping yeah. me busy. What about you, Kendra?
2: <laughs> I'm Miss Musicbox 91 online, and I have a website, MissMusibox.com, and an Etsy page, Musicbox Crafts, and I hope. A podcast with my husband, nineties mm-hmm. music got me like. This week, your wife, Hillary, yes. is going to be our special guest because last night we went and saw Alanis Morissette in concert mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about Ironic. Which is not Ironic, that no. we're gonna talk about it. No. So pop on over there. That yeah. is
0: that is pretty exciting. What about you? You're a kid. Do you have uh TV shows that you absolutely have to watch? You gotta Definitely know what you're doing. What's new, Scooby-Doo? Yeah.
1: Well, I know one of my favorites. Yeah. There's no creature like Snow Creature.
0: Oh. That's got a great theme song. Yeah. Do you remember that? Uh, Can you sing it? No. Okay.
1: Even if I, if I could, I definitely won't. Oh, you wouldn't. Okay. Yeah. So w- And I've also, well, I know one of my favorite theme songs. Yeah. Mickey Mouse, rose to Racers.
0: Oh, is that that's one of your current favorites at the moment. Yeah. All right. So what's new, Scooby-Doo? mickey mouse roadster racers definitely all right what about one more for your top three
1: definitely teen titans oh right oh and there's there's also another
0: oh really okay we'll do a top four
1: i've really been into robots robots in disguise i finished it a long time ago but
0: but you still got to go back for more definitely okay so weston's top four tv shows are (laughs) mickey mouse roadster racers what's new scooby-doo yes transformers robots in disguise teen titans go yes okay All right. Well, I want to thank my special guest, Weston, for joining me on the podcast today. I also want to thank Kendra Mickles for talking TV with me. And remember, you can catch Kendra every week on the podcast 90s Music Got Me Like and with me on 9021. Here we go. All right. That's going to do it for this week's episode of How's Things Weston. So long.
1: Bye.